from KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and the callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Good morning, everybody. Man, that was an awesome sound. <laughs> yeah, it was. This is Chatterbox Video Game Radio. My name's Alon. And my name's Ara. I'm Molly. I'm Colin. We're all here today, and uh, I am just enjoying the glow of my Golgatron article that uh, talks about the Kinect <laughs> and how lame it is. <clears throat> so let's do that for a minute. How do you feel about that, Ara? There are few things in life that I enjoy more than talking about how lame Kinect is. So were you one of the people telling us how, how sucky it was going to be before it came out? I was telling people how sucky it was going to be from the moment that the idea ever was expressed across the internet tubes. Okay. Well, of course, we got we got the Kinect, and we all met over at Rich's house, as we do. And we got to play the Kinect. Now, I had, I had played it a day prior, you know, because it was mine. Um, and so, so I got to play Kinect Do you have Adventures. trouble getting it? Sold out. I was following oh, on Twitter. It, was, it sounded terrible. Yeah. Do you want to hear the story? Yeah. The Walmart oh, yeah. cares. Okay, so you all know how much I hate Target because those guys are bastards. And last time I went to Fry's, and they, they're tried French. To, they tried to screw me with a bundle. <laughs> By the way, it turns out totally should have gone to Fry's. That's a side story. I'll tell you later. So um, I'm like, is it, I don't know where to go. Midnight, GameStop's not going to have any. They're like, we only give to pre-orders. You're, you're going for the midnight yeah, and for purchase, that reason, aren't I Well, you? I started getting worried they, they wouldn't have them the next morning because like, it's going to be hard to find or something. So it's like, you know what? I'm up. I'll just go to Walmart. There's a midnight, you know, a 24-hour Walmart not far from me. So I might as well go. Yeah. I hate Walmart, but as long as I don't buy anything that actually gives them a lot of profit, then I'll feel good about it. Like, the hardware, they're not making a lot of money. You so, could, like, when you buy something there, you could also, like, kick something real hard on the way out to offset <laughs> your purchase. Well, <clears throat> anyway, so I get there at 11.55, and I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of people, but of course I make sure to go to the ghetto Walmart, and it was the ghetto Walmart. And um, there was... The, these two women standing there, and they were standing there long enough that eventually I realized, okay, you're you're probably here for for the connect. And I see a sign. I, I actually asked one of the guys, hey, uh, the connect's coming out tonight, right? Like, uh, you know, it's going to be available. And he's like, wait, what's what's that? And so I explained, it's a new thing coming out tonight. And well, I'll go check. So he goes in back and probably talks to 20 people and figures it out. Actually, first he goes to the desk up sort of, you know, where you would ring stuff up. Yeah. And um, at the checkout counter. Did they think you were looking <clears> for a connect for? No, no. Anyway, so he goes <laughs> to the checkout counter, which is in the electronics area, right? And there's a sign laying on the counter, not posted anywhere, just laying on the counter that says, uh, Xbox 360 Connect line starts here. Nice. So clearly someone was prepared for this monumental event. <laughs> well, that was so, corporate, just standing down the sign yeah, and like now, put this up. Somewhere else near a flat screen TV that had been you know, put out there for some demonstration purposes, yet was not turned on. Also had a sign on it that said Xbox 360 Connect available, you know, November 4th, whatever. It said something about its release, but not the line starts here. So anyway, I was like, that thing, the thing with the sign, that's that's what I'm looking for, that thing. So I was like, okay, I'll go find it. So um, he goes in back forever, and while I'm waiting, I see these two ladies again. I'm like, so, so are you here for the Connect? They're like, yep, 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 okay. So I, you know, hang around with what them. Were, can, you, can you characterize to the audience um, the nature of these mm -hmm. ladies? Uh... Definitely an age difference. I was thinking one was the mother or or mother-in-law of the other. Uh, clearly, the the woman who was getting it, like I thought they were both getting one, but really they were together. Right. One was like the, I think the mother-in-law. Uh, the girl had 
remarkable amount of information about the connection. She's like, we're going to go home. They're going to spend all night like calibrating it with the voice commands. And I'm like, wait, you need to calibrate this Yeah, thing? I calibrate all night long. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> think that you would like have to. like a wild night. So anyway, she's talking about that, and, and that's fine. Uh, but she wasn't the one interested in it. She was just the one getting it, which happens a lot, by the way, in these lines. You always see mothers getting right. stuff for their kids or their husbands or boyfriends or whatever. Sure. I, maybe they think it'll get them brownie points. So I'm there in Walmart, disgusted by the fact that I'm even purchasing something at Walmart, but uh, I do it anyway because it's at midnight. I want to get it, and I'm making sure not to buy any games, just this, the unit. So these two women, I think, are both getting it. Turns out, I find out later they're together, and only one of them is. So I'm second. I'm number two, even though I only got there five minutes in advance. Um, but right after I get there, people start piling in. Right? And then uh, midnight hits... And, like, nothing's ready. They had signs ready, but so they had no So when did you get there? Ready. Like, I got 3, there 11.55. 11.55. That was the start of the story. So the guy goes in the back. They, we wait, and we wait, and, like, they're trying to figure it out. And they bring out a bunch. Great. So they unpack them from the cardboard boxes. It's Xbox 364 gig units with Connect. No, no thank uh, you. None is, everyone's like, no, we just want the unit. So they're like, <laughs> all, all right, we'll be right back. So, it, mind you, it's, like, 12.15 at this point. And for something that's a midnight release with a line that starts here, that stuff should be ringing up at 12.01. At midnight, I hear at Walmart, like, they can't actually run a purchase at midnight because, like, switchovers of registers or something. So you have to wait till 12.01. Anyway, yeah. 12.01, that stuff should be ringing through. Yeah. No sign of anybody. 12.15-ish comes by. They, they bring them out. Oh, and then they, they say, all right, guys, we've got, uh, we've got the standalone Connect units. We only got two of them. And I literally, out like, in front of everybody, I'm like, whoa! I raised, raised my hand and they ripped you apart. <laughs> yeah, because I knew I was number two. <laughs> so all the other people were like, oh, and they walk away. They have two standalones. Two. Now, they had like 30 systems with connects, but only two now, standalone Now, what does cameras. that tell you just writes out? Well, they also didn't have any 250 gig units. There was one guy who wanted the 250 with connect. Uh, by the way, like the most like hillbillyish needs a dentist kind of guy that was there was the one getting the most expensive piece of equipment. You know what? He's probably a like, stand-up gentleman. <laughs> no, when when I bought my PS3, I actually bought the Metal Gear Solid 4 uh, PS3 bundle, and I did the same thing. Like I went to Walmart at midnight hoping to get one because I was just like I didn't really know when it was coming out, and then the day of, I was like, well, crap, I didn't pre-order it anywhere else, so I'm just gonna try and go to Walmart. And so I went, and when I got in line, there were, like, two or three people ahead of me, and it was, like, hillbilly dudes missing teeth. And yeah. I was really surprised that, like, really, you're going to spend 600 bucks on Dude, it is on crazy. this when you could be, like, you know, financing dentures or yeah. something? Like, Walmart, you're going to find that, that uh, selection or that group of people at Walmart no matter what. But, like, they do represent the lowest, <laughs> the Ever. lowest class Ever. of folks. Every minute release that I've been to, it's been like every because I'll go to GameStop and I'll like free to pre-order it. So then I'll go with my friend and we'll sit there all night, and then I'll just go over to Walmart and buy it. And there's no line, nothing. This is just for software I'm talking about, though. <laughs> I've never I've never had like a hardware release where I actually camped out for a minute release. I the Dude. Wii, I did that for the Dude, Wii. My friend did that for the PS3. Waited like two days. First one oh. at Sam's Club got one, and then I was like, "Dude, you need to sell it right away." He's like, "No, I'm gonna wait for Christmas. Demand will be oh. up." Didn't, and then he ended up returning it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I was about to ask if that was the guy who sold me his Wii. No, 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 no. He keeps <laughs> his stuff, uh, at least long enough to sell to you. So, anyway, finally I get this thing. Um, excited that I was I was able to get it. Now, the next day, I'm at Fry's because I wanted to buy games. So I was like, hey, Mikhail, let's go uh, get this sports game. I hear it's good, according to Metacritic. Um, and uh, and what else did I get? Dance Central, right? Because I love the music games. So we go down there, we get them. 
and and I explained to the guy in, in front of like the whole Connect bundle, not bundle, but Connect uh, table, right? All the different games and, and connects you can get. They actually had three connects there, and this was the evening of the day it was released, uh, not midnight, and. It was not a forceful bundle like the PlayStation Move was at Fry's. And I explained to him, I said, I would have got, come to you guys to buy it, but specifically because you tried to bundle your ass off with the, the PlayStation Move, I didn't come here because I don't like you guys anymore with this bundling stuff. So he's like, oh, actually, no, not, not this time. And in fact, if you get it and you do get a game with it, any game you get is $10 off. So I was like, oh, crap. I'll teach you to judge. And here I am buying two games at Fry's if I just bought the unit here, which is clearly available. So I was like, how can I do it with like a serial number swap and bring it back to Walmart? But no, didn't do that. I just bought my two games and suffered the loss. Um, now, are Connect games sixty bucks also? No, or? they're fifty. Oh, that's good. Oh, that so I would have gotten two games for forty bucks instead of two games for fifty. Bucks. Uh, it's, ten dollar difference to me still doesn't. It's well, ten dollars of sixty and ten dollars of fifty. It's the same ten dollars. You know that, right? Yeah. No, I know. Okay. I'm just saying, like. In fact, it represents a larger contribution. No, I'm, I'm just saying I don't. I, I don't think that it's worth paying fifty dollars for a Kinect game in general. Oh, because you got to play it and it sucked. Uh, Everybody kinda. loves just, that Dance Central. The, you know that was a really fun game, but uh, the novelty. Since you didn't really play it. Yeah. The well, I, no, I played it later. Um, you, play, you played one game? I, I played a couple, but I, I sucked at it. I do have it. some footage of you playing, if you guys so want wait, to see during no, the break. How many dance, there, is there only one of the dancing game for the There Kinect? are two dancing games. There's However, two dancing games. I've heard that the Konami one, which is supposed to be like, you know, a Dance Revolution, it's yeah. not called DDR, but it's, right. it's basically DDR with Kinect. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about it except the guy at Fry's said yeah. that it sucked. It sucked. Because um, you, you can only put your feet awesome. in four places. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Yeah. But the other one, the what? It, I mean, it's harmonics or something. Yes. Right? Yeah, the rock band. And people. You, you guys played it, yeah. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. So, it's, um, do you guys feel? Alon is disturbingly good at the game. <laughs> the way. Like he you, moves it away. I'm but, a diva. <laughs> do, do either of you uh, feel like your dance floor abilities have improved through well, practice? Well, Michaela warned me that I best not be bringing those moves out on the dance floor because she will leave me. He can he can do the Funky Town dance like oh my god Funky Town is my dance. He I mean, is. There's got to be some legit moves, right? Oh, they all are. Like if there was a, an actual dance for a song and they yeah. had the song in the game, then they brought the actual dance moves in and they broke it down into parts. Is all the like, single ladies on there? Mm, oh, no. and but that's it does have a good downloadable tracks, and I haven't looked at what no, the downloadable no, no, no. You don't want to be no. lots of Lady Gaga. No. That's, yeah. I, that's a good that's a good selling point of Dance Central. I almost want to get a Connect and Dance Central. Just so I can dance to Lady Gaga. I'm Gogs. pretty sure a 360 with Connect and Dance Central was, you know, sold mentally to at least some of the guests. There. I have a confession to make. What's that? You love Dance Central? You love Lady Gaga? Well, I haven't played the Dance Central, but ever since Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> yeah, I've had this secret vision that I will one day sequester myself into a room and practice <laughs> dancing until I become a dance machine. Yeah. And then you pull out your one good dance at the club, then you sit down That's all bask, you need. In, bask in the glory. That's all you need. What's the, yeah. the tape the tape starts saying, like, are you ready to learn how to dance? And he's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see Alon, or not Alon, but Ara doing that. Dude, I could see Alon doing it, oh, too, because yeah, totally. you yeah. look more like Napoleon. Than <laughs> In my winter boots. My body is right. <laughs> so anyway, this was our experience, uh, my experience buying it. And then we, we played Saturday. And uh, after the break, I'll tell you more of, of why I'm actually disappointed, although I had plenty of fun playing Dance Central. And even even had fun playing sports and even had fun playing Adventures, why I still think it sucks. Connect Adventures looks bad. When I saw you guys playing that that uh, racing game, that just looked ridiculous. 
everybody Joy was ride? yeah everyone was pelvic thrusting <laughs> into the TV it was just like hands in front of them like a steering wheel and then like pelvic thrust to give them boost or yeah, something so the thing is they don't really tell okay. you they don't they don't advise the exact parameters they just say pull back for you know to gather boost and so people pull back as far as they can they're like oh I'm gonna get more boost not realizing if you move back just three inches you're probably gonna get your boost um, you know but that's I did the same thing I can't Hey, everyone has their own way of getting their boost. Yeah. I definitely saw a video today of a kid. They're playing that the driving game, and they're going... Joyride. Yeah, and so, and then the kid just gets elbowed right in the face with his dad. And I was like, yes, yeah. Yeah. this game is going to cause so many that injuries. That was a pretty solid elbow. Any injuries this weekend? No injuries? No uh, collisions? No, there was, actually. Before everyone got there, yeah. I was playing with... Um, with Rich and someone else, uh, perhaps Corey or, or Belial. And uh, I think Belial, I thought they were in between some sort of, like, there's parts, right, where they, yeah. they rest for a second and they play again. I went in between the two of them during what I thought was a rest, but then Rich made this movement and his elbow just jammed me right in the face. Nice. Thank, uh, thank you, Mike, or So that was, that, I mean, that was my bad. I, I definitely took the hit for it. Anyway, we'll be right back. Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. I did it again. <laughs> yes, you did that again, and that sound means that you've returned once again to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Chatterbox Video Game Radio, the radio show sponsored by the University of Advanced Technology. Go to uat.edu to learn more about the programs they have to offer. Now, we were just uh, about to hear a wonderful story from Molly, which I want to hear during the show, but we're going to wait because I promised people um, news about why the Kinect sucks. And this is news because you might not have known it in advance, so now I'm telling you. Um, <clears throat> it's, a, it's not an opinion, it's fact. Correct. So we were talking about Joyride. You guys all brought up the racing game known as Connect Joyride or Joyride Connect, whatever it's called. Um, and that was actually the game that uh, we played at Rich's that I don't have myself, but, uh, but Rich got a hold of it. And uh, we played that, and that's when I realized, oh, boy, the Connect actually blows. Right? Like, I had known Connect Adventures, eh, pretty weak. The fact that I'm laying in my couch and it can't recognize my hand, even though we were promised by Microsoft that it would be able to recognize people while in their couches. Um your, ca- your couch does not meet the yeah. Microsoft specification. It actually had fantastic um, voice command response when I was by myself, and then as soon as there was someone else in the room, like I had some uh, some friends come come over, like so the two girls are talking and the two guys are trying to use the damn connect, and we just can't get it to listen to us it, because it, they're sure talking somewhere it, else in the it room. It wasn't just that way because Rich was in the room. <laughs> this was a different time that I'm describing, but the same thing happened at Rich's. Yeah, because when we were trying to get to uh, like the connect had been on too long, so the it had frozen. It, it hadn't frozen, but it it had locked up basically, and we're trying to get it active again so we can get back to the dashboard. So uh, I think it was Marlena was just yelling. She's like Xbox on Xbox <laughs> Xbox, and it just wasn't. She clearly hadn't gone through the the setup, so she didn't know what the voice commands were. But <laughs> well, um, it eventually recognized her, and it was like Xbox on, and then she could do the hand movement stuff. Just for the record, Xbox on, not a command, but. Anyway, oh, well, I'm just saying, um, we we had a lot of problems getting it to recognize voice commands if anything was going on in the room. What's the command? Give me the power? No, there's, there's <laughs> specific ones like Xbox Play Disc and Xbox uh, ESPN tray. and Open Tray. Yeah. 
Um, actually, I'm, not, I'm not confident that open tray is, but closed tray definitely is, if the tray is open. But if it's closed, then it's play yeah. Xbox you kill. You better hope that you don't have <laughs> someone named Trey in the room. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so it has issues if you're not in exactly the ideal environment, like no furniture in the area. They claimed it would be fine, but it's not. Um, if it's not totally silent in the room, it's going to have problems. But then you start playing these games and you realize, oh, look at that. It's just like the original Wii, where like, it pretends to know what's going on, but it doesn't really. Even Dance Central, which is a lot of fun, does it all through pretending. Like there's, you failed the move, then there's what they classify as nice, right. and then flawless. Now, flawless does not mean you did it flawlessly at all. It just means that they, they qualified it as good enough to be called flawless. Nice probably means you did it half good, and uh, failure, whatever it's the failure notification is called, um, is just that it had no idea that you were even trying to do it. right? So there's, there's very few levels of detail. Um, not to say that I'm surprised by that, but if you want to have a, a fun game that's not just fun, but also has like a little bit of challenge to it, that has some sort of... You know how you talk about being able to get better in a game? Yeah. Like that's what makes a game good, that you can practice and improve. Does it's hard to improve when there's no levels of variation. Is there a difficulty slider? Like, were you playing this on normal, or was this on expert? Or uh, Dance Central is actually a bad example because it does a better job than any of the other games. Like, it can definitely be too damn hard to play just because the moves are difficult. Yeah. Um, and so I, I've been talking about Dance Central, but it's the worst example of this. A better example is um, Connect Sports, where you know you try to play the boxing game and it doesn't know what the I hell saw is some going footage on. of that looked really bad so then, you're saying that it's just basically in a nutshell it's just as inaccurate as the Wii oh yes definitely that's really disappointing I, I not even I thought it would be quite that bad no I don't know if you remember the um, the e3 footage when it was like hey do you want you want to see a, an avatar's foot check yeah, it out you, you know can. what and then his leg like yeah. all bends crazy <laughs> as soon as you started talking about that type of failure that's this the immediate image that popped into yeah. my head so often you're playing that connect adventures game where the rally ball where you're throwing the ball it has no idea what your body is shaped like god forbid you turn around by the way that is not happening yeah, we yeah. See, we've seen when we had it um we had, when we had early versions yeah. of it we'd seen it get twisted but, it, but in the games where it, you're represented by an avatar and it's moving the avatar the way you are there's sometimes i'm actually surprised by the detail that it, it recognizes like when i'm scratching my nose so my my hands on my face and like my other hand is somewhere else like that it actually did a pretty good job in some cases, and then other times when you're actually trying to play the game, no, no idea what's going on. I played um, the one of the boarding games at E3, uh, Adrenaline. I think it was Adrenaline Racers. What's a boarding game? It's like where you're on. A, it's not a snowboarding game, but you're like on oh. a board and you're going down a steep hill. But it's not necessarily you're riding on snow. It's like you're riding down a, a sandy okay. hill or something like that. Gotcha. So, I was playing this game and. The the controls were just so wonky. It it didn't detect me at all. Like you have to jump over obstacles as they pop up on screen. Every time I would jump, like it just I would even, you know, really highly exaggerate the jump. I would jump like as high as I possibly could, flailing my arms to get the camera to recognize me and it just wouldn't do it. And I'd end up hitting the objects on screen and tumbling over and losing speed. And I'll I'll all give that. them a little bit of space uh for public demonstrations because when you're in like E3 who knows how many halogen bulbs are there yeah. screwing and up honestly the, that was yeah. before release yeah so like I I can understand your experience but I wouldn't use that to judge I would use my actual home environment the way that it was set up before I put the connect in it which is there's a couch you know and there's lighting that is common to a living room situation um, 
Did you have any black people issues? No. <laughs> I heard that wasn't true. People? I heard it was just the lighting I, issue. I can't believe that's true. Uh, and if you actually watch the video where it shows how many dots that the Xbox throws out or the Kinect throws yeah, out, yeah. that has nothing to do with your color. I wonder if our caller has a Kinect uh, I bet he does. We'll, we'll get to him in a second. But um, So that, this goes back to my point of the Wii. Before the Wii came out, I said, you're not going to be able to be precise. And it's, it's like the Street Fighter argument. That's terrible. And I put this in my that, article, too. That, like, just, that just obliterates a million things. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun for board game style things where it's very turn-based. Yeah. Where, where I just want to use my hands instead of using a or controller. Or for board people. That, well, that too. <laughs> but like a, a board game style game where you can put things on the screen and like the right side of the screen has a command and the left side of the screen has a command. But like you don't have two things that are real close to each other. So it can right. lock onto your movements real easily and be feel accurate. Like that's great, especially if it's turn-based. It's not actiony. Um, that would be great. And I've I heard rumor I think of you don't know Jack coming out. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it that would be, would be great. Yeah. Like just being able to ha- to like wave your hand and then call out A B C or D or whatever. You know, um, that would actually be a lot of fun. But that's not what I would really call a game in terms of the the type of game I'm used to playing on a on a console. It's just you know. It's, it's not exactly action-packed. Um, so for those types of games that are not action-oriented, it'd be great. It's a, an interesting interface for that type of thing. But for people like us who play games, I'm not saying I need to be able to play Street Fighter. Like That's the extreme example of something that needs very precise and accurate controls. But to do anything more than just like those old-school PlayStation 2 iToy things where like you're, you're grinding on a wire and you have to try not to fall off, like that sort of game... Um, it's just not cutting the mustard, dude. It's all about party games where you're too drunk to care what's going on. If you actually care about the outcome of this, whatever game you're playing, then you're in the wrong place. If you're yeah. playing Connect. I am um, disheartened. Yeah. Anyway, we do have a few minutes, so let's take Joe. He has called in all the way from Pittsburgh. This is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. It's like midnight over there. What's up, guys? What's only, up, Joe? Only 11 o'clock now? Joe, what time is it? 11.30. two hours now. We're actually earlier now, because the time changed for all you guys. It, it's a benefit, for sure. Okay. So what's up, Joe? Um, well, you guys already covered how much the Kinect sucks, so I'm not going to beat that horse. <laughs> i, I got to remind everybody, I had a lot of fun with it. I still say it sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I had fun with playing Dance Central, but I don't think it's going to be a very profitable uh, accessory well, to the Xbox in the long run. Oh, no, it totally Microsoft will Microsoft seems to think otherwise, because they have just announced that they have raised their expectations of sales this quarter from $3 million, which was ridiculous, to $5 million, which is absurd. <laughs> oh, we think no, about this, how this, much the Wii sells, though, comparatively. Like, the Wii doesn't have that many good games, but it kept selling. It had a huge drive. Like, oh, yeah. I think the next have the same thing going on. You know, not to continually refer to this fantastic article that I put on Golgatron last night, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to... In that, I pointed out, it's still going to do fantastically well. It's just then going to take a nosedive when nothing good comes out for it, just like the Wii. Yeah, People realize it I sucks. Um, it's going to do I'm, really I'm well so commercially. Sure. How can you not you, be sure? You don't think it's even well, going to sell initially? I have, a, I have a little quiz for you guys. Since, now, since Microsoft is segmenting their market, right, can you guys guess off the top of your head what the most, and I use this term loosely, successful add-on device was that segmented its market? Sega like CD. Ever? Yeah, yeah, ever. Uh, Mario Paint. The mouse was an oh, add-on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking a real, like a real piece of hardware that specific games released Wait, for. Wait, I've got it. The NES Max controller. Ooh. 
No. Everyone had that thing. Balance board for the Wii. Yeah, probably the balance board. Or the Wii Motion Plus. Hey, Joe, stay on the line. We're going to get back to you. It's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Everybody who's listening could actually see what's happening in the studio how, right now. How can you not love this? Indeed, how can we not love it? <laughs> That's we we added that to the podcast. Uh, a clip of that. I'm moving the mic now. Um, Everything in the studio is made out of <laughs> wires and wood. Yeah. Um, so we added that to last week's podcast because we had Danny B on the show. Yes. And then I said, Hey, Danny, I need a track from Super Meat Boy to throw in because we were talking about the music so much. I should have some of it in the show and so i added it in and while looking at the track list uh, well before adding it in i looked at the track list and i saw there's a track called mclarty party people and i remember in the credits it uh thanks molly uh, our very own Marla, molly um special did you, thanks did you almost call her marley i don't know what i was gonna call her so um <laughs> it thanks molly uh and but i didn't know why i didn't know what she had done other than maybe touch danny in places and so um, <laughs> it turns out that she had something to do with this music. And so the track in last week's episode, or at least the, the clip of the track, is uh, track 22, McClarty Party People. And it, I love it. It embodies the essence of her spirit. Yeah. It does. And so I want to bring Joe back on, and then I want Molly to tell us the story of how that became okay. a track. So wait, am I? We're just gonna bring Joe back on, and yeah. I'm gonna talk about what? this. Yeah, just, I wanna, just like He's that. talking about segmenting, and I don't want to segment all these parts. I want oh. I want oh. him to come in. And we'll finish the discussion, and then we'll drop him like a bad habit, and we'll get to you. All right. <laughs> we're a professional I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. All right, Joe, you're on. All right, I'll make this as quick as possible. So I wasn't really con- looking at the little controllers like the balance board, more like something that had over 100 pieces of software that came out for it. Wait, we have a, so, an answer, a well, guess there, answer Well, there's very few question. things that had that much software come out for it. Well, Can we guess? It, 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 take a guess. So our... Current guess is um, between two candidates, um, the uh, the the balance board and the Game Boy printer. I'm going for the uh, barcode reader. Oh. <laughs> Actually, it was the Sega CD. That's oh, yeah. Really? That. I was just kidding. But, uh, that's really? awesome. Now, guess what percentage of Genesis owners, which there was about 30 million of, guess what percentage of Genesis owners purchased the Sega CD? 5%. 100. <laughs> 8 I would go with 2%. 17%. Oh, oh I got That's actually really high. I know, and, and it was still a flop. But and Joe, Microsoft's expecting... Here's the thing. You said that Microsoft's segmenting the market, and that is absolutely not true. They yeah, because they're... Go ahead. They are um, adding to their market share. Now, I'm not saying that there will be more people who own the Kinect than they're, who own the well, Xbox the, the prior is, to the X. They're the bundling that S. Yeah, they are. But on top of that, they're they're getting people who don't have the 360 
to get the 360. That's true because with the Kinect. My sister, uh, my sister is quite a bit older than me. She's got a kid. He's almost eight years old, and so Christmas is coming up, and he's he's you know at that age where he's getting into video games pretty hardcore. And my sister's asking like, well, what should I get him for Christmas? And she's thinking about getting him a DSi XL, but I'm like, hold off because the 3DS is coming out in a few months, so just get him that when that comes out. So she's saying, oh, I've been seeing a lot about this Connect thing. What's with the Connect? And so she doesn't have all they have is a Wii. That's the only console they have. So I was kind of, you know, I was like, well, you know, he might like Connectimals, man. Yeah, he might like oh. Connectimals. You would like the Dance Central game. I think that, you know, if you guys were to get an Xbox, it would be beneficial for the entire family. You know, he could play the games and you could sit on the couch and watch Netflix. What a pitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I will leave you guys with this. For as much money as Microsoft spent trying to convince people to buy it, that whole $500 million thing. Oh, that's high, that money has not been spent yet, sir. Well, let me tell you, if, they were, if they're seriously dedicated to spending that whole budget, they could have just given everyone a Connect for free and probably <laughs> saved some millions of dollars. <laughs> that that would have been nice. Their market up. Yeah, and they did get plenty away. I did a quick uh, envelope calculation thing in my head that I didn't actually use an envelope, but it was... It was something like, I mean, the Kinect costs like what, 150 bucks? Yeah, and it, they're putting 500 okay. million. 500 million. So 500 million divided by 150. How many Kinects is that? Uh, a lot. A lot. That's like it's like around three million. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. It actually, it's actually a little bit more. But they need the software sales too. You gotta add that in there. They'd have a lot more software sales if they just gave one to all 45 million Xbox owners but instead I think, of hoping they sell. I think Microsoft's. I think this is gonna be what they're they're trying like. Apple has Apple has their old like touch face touch interface, especially now they're bringing it to like the Macs. And I think that Microsoft's really going to harp on this new camera technology for their next OS. Yeah. Think about it. When Microsoft produces a game or buys a studio to get them to produce a game, that you're not segmenting the market by producing a game that is a shooter. You're just appealing to the people who like shooter games. So what they've done is they've opened themselves up to a demographic that they previously didn't have at all. They've tried multiple times to get the kitty audience. You have pinata. Uh, yeah, and they have failed miserably. And so they're just going balls to the wall with this thing. <laughs> they're throwing not... money at it like you've never seen before with uh, not a specific technology that's tried and true, but with something that has been demonstrated as successful commercially. And by that, I mean the Wii has gotten this audience by producing that style of game by giving them an interface that feels natural. So they took, like, Nintendo said, we're going to make the controller simplified, and Microsoft took that a step way further and said, we're just removing the controller. You know how to wave your hand? So do I. Yeah, you know what Too else? bad if you're an amputee. You know, Microsoft <laughs> also has a hard-on for natural interfaces. Yeah, and despite, I'm cool with that. Despite, well, their hard-on is despite uh, any inadequacies of... Um, the actual interface, right? So, like, they don't care. They're not going to, like, they don't seem to sweat the details of, oh, maybe this actually isn't very practical. Maybe it doesn't work so well in 80% of applications. Maybe it has all these intrinsic problems that are, you know, an artifact of, like, the space that you're moving in and so on and all these other things, right? They don't seem to really sweat those details. They're just like, oh, you know what? This is going to be the future. We're going to declare it by fiat the future and... Uh, we're just going to make it so by uh, by a supply of I, I think, infinite cash. I think this is just like it's going to be pe- like it's the evolution of gaming. It's just going to get better. I have a feeling it's going to be like. Do you guys gamers- remember Back to the Future Two? Yes. 
<laughs> there it is. Yep. That's all the has all you have to say. You have to use your hands? <laughs> yeah, but like PC gamers, they move to console. That's the new forefront. It's just gonna be you console gamers moving to more natural things. That's what it's gonna be. Alright, I'm only gonna say one more thing about this. I read I read another uh propaganda piece by the Microsoft and they were they they, they had declared that through their uh testing um, they have discovered that people don't like using gadgets and tools. Really? Because I love <laughs> yeah, using yeah, gadgets. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> think about... I don't understand. Think about making a categorical statement like that. How does they, that apply, though? Well, to... it applies because if you don't like using tools and touching things... Clearly then no the, lesbians work for Microsoft. Then, then, then Connect <laughs> is, is the perfect thing for you. Yeah, you know, I uh, love cooking, but I hate, like... I love eating, you know, but I hate cooking. Oh my god! Molly, and... I had to talk to you about Thanksgiving, by the way. Okay. Remind me. Yeah. During so, the so, I so, it's it's just I just feel like everything they say is disingenuous. I don't believe it. Um, it's just insane. It's just crazy. It's okay. Crazy. Good. Well, there's something. Can we switch gears? Yes. There's definitely. something Getting else that out. I think is a little crazy. All right. So. Okay. So enough with Connect. Totally. Yeah. Wait. Totally different. Molly's story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're yeah. dropping Joe. On to Molly. Yeah. Do you want to go first? <laughs> if you want to, I will allow We do. We, have a, we got a whole fourth segment for Ara's stuff. Yeah, because so mine real, is relatively short. Quick, right. two or three minutes. Go Tell me how, how you, Molly, became a part of Super Meat Boy. So, Sounds uh, so awesome. <laughs> a few months ago, um, Danny Baranowski, uh, and I, I kind of messed up his last name just now. Baranowski. Uh, Danny B., uh, came to me saying, so they, I'm almost done with the Super Meat Boy soundtrack. I just have a few more tracks to make. There's one that I'm kind of stuck on, and it's Bandage Girl's theme. Bandage Girl is, you know, Super Meat Boy's love interest. She's the, the thing that you're trying to save from Dr. Fetus, the main antagonist of the, the game. So um, there is an entire world that's dedicated to, she's got her own levels, and apparently these levels are kind of the hardest in the game. But So he's he's trying to compose music for this, and he's saying, I need something that's kind of poppy and upbeat and really girly, and uh, I think you're going to be able to help me with this. So can you help me out with this? And, he knows uh, his audience. <laughs> so what I ended up doing was uh, we kind of sat down over uh, instant message one night for like three hours, and I just kept sending him all the girliest poppiest euro like pops and i'm disappointed music. because if, if he had come to me i could have supplied all of this music and been you know, <laughs> in the credits myself true but uh and so, i'm much more open sexually than, than that, <laughs> that is true so danny could have gotten um, way further with <laughs> so i i spent a good few hours sending him a bunch of music and just talking with him about like oh maybe if you 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 kind of split this track, and if you were to use, like, this portion, how it's all upbeat here, and maybe kind of combine these two songs together, you might have something that, that would work out for you. Are you suggesting that Danny B is not a composer, but just a rip-off artist? No, it's like he was saying uh, last week, that he um he used a lot of other video game music as inspiration, kind of, and he'd almost re... re uh, God, I can't think of the word, but he rearranged the music so that it was essentially the same Remix. song, except entirely different, Dip. using like the same notes and everything that you would find. So I think that he just kind of, he listened to a lot of different examples that I gave him, 
And from there, he just kind of cut up and split apart music and then just rearranged it all in his head and tossed it all into one song. And that's that's how we got uh, McClarty Party People. So. Yep. And that's how she got a special thank you. My, my special thanks in Super Meat Boy credits is uh, Molly, in quotations, the muse, McClarty. Yep. <laughs> there she is. All right, all right, we're done. We're done with the Super Meat Boy story, except to tell people that they should go to meatboymusic.com if they want to get the soundtrack themselves. Buy it. Yes. You just started a bunch of money to multiple sclerosis research, too. Yeah. Danny uh, the man. Over this last weekend, he had, um, with uh, Destructoid, they were they were hosting this thing where um, he was doing the the MS walk, and um, any, any profits that were, you know, people who bought the soundtrack between a certain time on... Uh, I think it was Saturday. All of that went to MS Research. So I think it was $2,500 that Danny B. ended up uh, donating to the MS Research Foundation for well, all that good fancy. stuff. Yeah. It's very... I wonder if he put up a, a screen that said, wait, if you don't want money to go to this research, don't buy it now. Come back later. That'd be mean. <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Why? I yes. lose mine before. We you. We're going for 100% the show. That says, ladies and gentlemen, that sound, of course, is the sound of the return of Chatterbox. That just proves Video game radio. Silence! It proves to our listeners that we're That's real enough. radio. <laughs> you don't have to move all of them at the same time. Sounds like Transformers. So we're all, we all agree that Black Ops looks amazing, right? Okay. That's I, what we're saying. I haven't okay. Even seen it. Okay. You shut your face. <laughs> now, I would like to talk about something that is really important to me. Um, so this Black Ops game, right? Um, so I saw the commercial. Now, as all of you, um, some of you know me better than others, um, but all of you, I think, know me well enough to know that... Um, I'm not easily terrified or offended, typing boy, yes. right? <laughs> now, having said that, right, this commercial for uh, for Black Ops, right, I think it just started like a couple days ago. Anyway, you can see it. We're talking about the one with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Basically, the commercial is like it looks oh, like oh that commercial oh that commercial I thought you okay, a different yes. commercial please please hold on okay before <laughs> that's a bad one before I start getting nasty now yeah so basically the commercial depicts a bunch of regular people some of them are Kobe Bryant some of them are Jimmy Kimmel uh, some of them are like some guy Snoop who's dressed Dog? dressed up as like in, no dressed up like he's working at a pizza parlor. There's some girl. Anyway, each of these people are in this very realistic combat environment. Doesn't look like a game, right? And they basically have real weapons, okay? They're shooting real effing weapons. Kobe looks so happy with that and, machine gun. And some of, them look, you know, you know, some of them look like really happy. Some of them look like, yeah, I'm a badass. I, some of them look, oh, hold on. No, you need to be silent mm. until I finish my point. Okay? You're just as bad as Rich. That's right. Now. So, you know, the girl in particular, she looks particularly exasperated after she shoots her thing and she goes and, you know, ducks behind a wall. Now, this, 
this was disturbing. This was really disturbing to me. And I was thinking about, like, why is this disturbing now? Where all the other stuff leading up to this point, uh, I didn't even bat an eyelash at. And I was thinking about it. And the thing is, I don't know. We're, we're getting to this point where the things are becoming really, really close. Because when I play games like shoot-em-ups or, like, even a Call of Duty game, right, I'm only, and I believe this is true of other people, only imagining that I'm in the game insofar as I'm shooting, you know, this character or this other thing, right? When I'm watching this commercial, what it reminds me of is people actually killing other people, okay? And that's really disturbing to me because I don't, I, I neither want to think about nor am I compelled to think about actually killing someone when I'm playing any kind of video game. I'm just, like, the game is a violent game. You're going to have to come to terms with the fact that you're stabbing people, shooting people in the face. You're not. No, you are not stabbing people and shooting people in the face. You're stabbing a virtual representation of a character. That's right. And that's a huge difference because, let me tell you, if you shot a gun before... I know they're completely different. I'm not arguing that they're the same thing. It is so different from... The but, actual experience of playing a video game, you cannot even make that comparison. I'm not trying to make that comparison. What I'm trying to say is that... Sounds the, like you are. Okay, that's not what my goal <laughs> is here. We're, with the subject matter that we're, we're tackling here, you're going to be stabbing people... We're going to be stabbing virtual representations sure, in the face. Sure, sure. And, like, you're using the argument that people say that video games are out there training you to kill, because they're definitely no, no, not. No, 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 That no, is no. the argument you're... Wait, wait, can wrong, I finish? Can I finish my argument? That is not my argument. I've never that's been to say that. Let me finish. I didn't say that. <laughs> No, 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 don't, uh, don't effing strawman me here. I'm okay? not. I'm because not, I'm not because saying you're saying that. that watching people, you're saying you're being disturbed by watching an old lady shoot two. There's no actual <laughs> bullet holes hitting. There's no like they're not shooting people in the face. There's a lady, lady. She shoots a door Kobe. and she walks in. And then she just like smiles. Like I don't understand. And there's a, a guy just shooting bullets. They're not actually shooting people. Like there's no bullet to bullet contact. No, they don't show that part of it. You're right. But, I'm just saying, like, if we're going to argue that the video game isn't a real representation of... It's just a representation I'm of what it is. I'm not talking about the video game. I'm talking about the commercial. But the same argument applies. No, it's a completely different thing. When I'm playing a video game, I don't think about shooting people. When I'm watching this thing, because of the depiction, I'm like, wow, like, there's like, there's... Oh, this is a war zone, and they've just inserted in place of a soldier, you know, just some person off the street... And they're making something glib about it, and that's not glib. I'm not happy to see that. There's some effing serious stuff with war, and they're making light the, of it, any, and I don't appreciate that. Any game does that, though. The, all of the multiplayer things use real weapons. They use real situations, well, except for some crazy ones. Like, you know what? If you have a you problem with the commercial, you then do you have a problem with the point, game, too? No, at, no, I don't have a problem with the game. At some point, you have to draw a line, and that's the line for me, right there. But what about, like... This goes. This applies to all media, though. What are like GI Joes, where we're having people like the GI Joe movie, where we're having people fly Black Hawk helicopters in and fight terrorist groups. It's completely different because I know that this is a fiction from the start. This one just made a connection that was absolutely unsettling for me. Okay, I can. You know what? And no other. You know, no Schwarzenegger movie. No, you know, Apocalypse Now. None of those movies made me feel that way. This was really disturbing, yeah. really unsettling. I did not like that juxtaposition. I did not like how they were so obviously making something really serious look really glib. I yeah. think that, and it was so good looking in its seriousness, <laughs> and it was so glib looking in its glibness that those two things stuck together. 
man, there's something wrong there. Yeah, well, when I was watching, I just thought it was a giant waste of money. I was like, why would they? <laughs> why do they have like a real like? Missile drop in. They would have had the same exact point just by having a bunch of fake people. Like they did. They you know, did. it was all in the execution. Yeah. You know, it was all in the way they did it. It was. Ugh, it just doesn't sit well. With I me. think I, it was also uh, like Jimmy Kimmel was one of the the featured actors or celebrities in, in the commercial. And I, I think it was kind of like Jimmy Kimmel is a guy who plays video games. He he talks about it on his his late night show. Um, I think Kobe Bryant has has brought up that he plays video games too. I think they're just trying to throw in celebrities and be like, hey, they're they're normal people, just like the rest of these other people that are right. shooting each other in the face. Right. No, I mean, like, that aspect of it was cool. The, the other part that I had a problem with was their tagline that was, there's a soldier in all of us. That there's... But then you think about how Medal of Honor used to tier one operators, like that whole shtick too. Like, like you are tier one, you are the operator. Like all these games do that. And I think Modern Warfare Two had a similar tagline. That's that's it's you know what the way that they did it this time, but it's just different did, enough. Did you have a problem with in Medal of Honor where they had the real Taliban, like that was the name of the opposition until they decided to change it the last possible minute? No, I don't have a problem with that. I'm, I'm, I, under, I understand why you had that connection, but I didn't have that same connection with this commercial. Yeah, I don't you know, know, you know what. I don't know what to say. All I'm saying is that we're approaching the point where these things are getting really, really, really real. And I just found myself at a threshold that I didn't even know was there until I saw it. I'm having a hard time, though. Are you are you upset with the realism of the game or are you upset no, no, with the no. realism of the commercial? No, no. I'm strictly talking about the commercial. I'm not That's talking about the game at all. Just the commercial. See, I just... I play. I mean, I play war games all the time. You know, I play. I play like those Ace Combat games all the time. You know, yeah, you're not infantry. You're in a jet. But, but they they are computer. They're avatars. It's not real people. There was yeah. There's there's something I think really important in when you're playing these things, where in your brain you classify things as representations and not the real thing. And this thing, this it, one thing. <laughs> Because of the way they did it, because of how good they were at juxtaposing those things, you know, it just it just flipped the switch on my head. I don't know what else to say. I can definitely say that I'm not bothered by it. Although, like, I can kind of understand yeah, I'm the where same you're coming way. from, that there might be some group of moms <laughs> being like, oh my god, I can't believe they did this. But I'd be like, ah, chill out. Yeah. All right. it's, it's a little messed up. There's, there's a question for the chat room. Is it just because you hate Kobe? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that Kobe. No, I don't hate Kobe. I hate Shaq. <laughs> Shaq's an a-hole, man. Alright, is that just because he left us? No, because I know that, I know, uh, I used to have a friend who used to, who was in low, kind of like a work situation with him, and he said Shaq was a total a-hole to him, and I believe it. Okay, cool. Well, you know, we're at the end of our program, so I want to thank everyone <laughs> for suffering <laughs> through <laughs> the... Okay, everybody move the their arms. Yes, okay. I'm there sorry. As always, we'll be back oh, next week. Okay. However, we will not that be was back interesting. on November 23rd, which I think is three weeks from now. Or two weeks. But two why weeks not? Because, yeah. uh, you know, it's like a basketball game or something. So, November 23rd, two weeks. We will not be here. Um, we'll see you all next week. Okay. Ah. Good night, guys. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.